Do you ever catch yourself feeling like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop? Like maybe you've just got some really good news, but you don't want to let yourself get too excited or something really good has happened, but it's almost like you're not letting yourself fully even enjoy it because of all those thoughts of, but what if? What if this changes? What if this goes away? What if I'm back where I started? If any of this feels familiar to you, I'm so glad that you are joining me for this episode today. Today, I'm going to be diving into why it is that we self-protect in this way of essentially resisting joy and goodness and how we can maybe allow ourselves to receive those things in a way that actually feels a little less triggering and a little safer on our nervous systems. So you are listening to Bold as Love. I'm your host, April Boyd, and this is a podcast for those of us that want to take responsibility for how we show up and speak up in our lives, in our relationships, in the conversations that we're having, whether that's with the people that we love or the people who are driving us crazy. This is a place for those of us that want to get really good at setting boundaries without feeling like we're bulldozing anybody and who want to treat other people really well, but don't want to take responsibility anymore for everybody else's side of the fence. This is where we look at how we can step into a place that feels a little more courageous, a little more confident, and a little more kind as you're moving through all of those intersections in your life. So thank you for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. So I'm in Spain right now, and we're actually just kind of doing a little siesta. We're taking a little break. We've uh, just arrived from Madrid, from Seville, and I was just thinking about a theme that's been coming up and a lot of the conversations that I've been having with women lately. And so I thought I'd take this time to record this episode with you because it's certainly something that I relate to and I think a lot of other people can relate to it as well. I want to talk about this phenomenon of waiting for the other shoe to drop and why we do that. So maybe Maybe you've just got a really great promotion or something amazing has happened at work and you catch yourself kind of downplaying it, both to yourself or to other people. Or in the case of one woman I was speaking to, her boyfriend was taking her ring shopping. And instead of being able to just fully get excited and let herself really be there, she caught herself both simultaneously enjoying herself And having these intrusive thoughts about, you know, how much this would suck if we broke up, right? And so this is kind of the place that we find ourselves in a lot, waiting for the other shoe to drop. And when we're in this place where it's almost like, you know, things are even just going a little too well and we start to get nervous or there's something good that happened, but we're kind of just blocking ourselves from getting too excited about it. What I hear from women and what I certainly understand and relate to, it's like we're trying to protect ourselves because if this great thing happens and I never let myself get too excited about it anyways, 
then we tell ourselves it's not going to hurt quite as much if I were to lose this thing, if this were to change or be taken away from me. And if this goes badly, it's like I'll be less surprised, right? I'll, I'll be less caught off guard. So it won't sting so much. And the fall won't be so unbearable because I won't have so far to go if I never really let myself get up there on that place of really into it and really excited. And I don't have to worry so much about being embarrassed to maybe my friends or family because I was kind of just nonchalant about it the whole time anyways. So when we're doing this thing of really straddling two different states at the same time, I'm both happy and excited and grateful and simultaneously not really into it. Simultaneously, I'm keeping one hand on the door. So if I need to make an exit, I can do that pretty quickly. I'm not going to let myself fully invest in what's happening here. And This is a self-protection strategy that we use often, not always, but often it's a bit of a trauma response that when we've gone through, you know, really hard things, when you've been through things in your life where you did get your hopes up, you did let yourself trust, you did let yourself lean into something wonderful and had it all taken away from you in an instant we develop this coping strategy of not letting ourselves get super excited about this. And I remember, actually, this takes me back to as I think about this, I remember in the earlier days of my dating relationship with my partner, of really being in that zone of both really falling for him, really being into the relationship, and simultaneously really having my guard up really not letting myself get too invested just in case. And I can literally remember, you know, having conversations with him where, you know, he'd be talking about our future or he'd be talking about something amazing. And my response would kind of be like, yeah, well, we'll see. (laughs) And he would be like, we'll see what? And I'm like, we'll see if things change before then. And that was my perspective at the time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm waiting to see when he changes because I'd experienced that before. And so, you know, this phenomenon of when we're both trying to be in something and protect ourselves from the potential loss of it is just such a very common phenomenon. So if you're in that place right now, know that it's totally understandable And you are cutting yourself off from being able to receive the full goodness that's in front of you. And we do all kinds of things when we're in that zone without even really realizing it. As I think about, you know, some of my clients that I've been talking to that end up, you know, kind of picking fights with their partner because they're looking and digging up where that potential problem might be, right? So I've been cheating on before, so I'm going to really question him about, you know, what he did with this or what this small lie was about or what this conversation was about for him. And and we can pick at somebody and start to create, you know, a little wound where there wasn't anything happening there until we started picking at it. 
And we can start to create this tension with people around us when they can feel that we're not fully in the boat, right? That like we've got one foot with them and one foot safe upon shore, just in case we need to jump out really quick. And so the interesting thing to step back and notice if you've had this pattern is, you know, we do this because we think it's keeping us safe. We do this because we think it's protecting us from the fall of what happens if I lose this wonderful thing. But the thing is, if the fall happens, we end up hurt anyways. We end up confronting with that worst case scenario that we were trying to protect ourselves from anyways, because we don't actually have full control over that. So we've not actually protected ourselves from that danger of having our heart broken or having our hopes dashed or really investing in something and having that being taken away. We're not actually keeping ourselves safe from that because as we already know, we have no control over what happens with that. All that we've done is shortchanged our experience of enjoying what was in front of us when we had it. That's it. And so when we look at it, we start to be in this place of armored up, of one foot in and one foot out. And we bounce between trying to reassure ourselves that it is safe for us to be here and coming up with reasons of why we should just pack our stuff and go, right? And neither of those two places are operating from a place of groundedness or our highest self or a place of love. It's all just operating from a place of fear and trauma. And so it doesn't work. When we're trying to convince ourselves, and this is something that I see happen, you know, when I'm talking to women is that what they'll try to do to take care of this stuff when it's happening, when they're in that place awaiting for their shoe to drop, they'll start to try to talk themselves into feeling safer. And they'll say, no, I know that he's a really good guy. Or no, you know what? I know I deserve this promotion. I know it's fine for me to, you know, have these things, these have these good things happen in my life. But none of that reassurance actually lands. And it doesn't land because we've experienced times when we did think it was safe and it didn't work out. We experienced times where we did let our guard down and something bad happened. And so it's kind of like if you've been through hard stuff and those reassuring statements aren't really reassuring anymore, right? Because they've kind of lost their power. It's like, you know, too much, you've seen too much now. And so that bedtime story kind of idea of everything is going to be fine just doesn't fit for you anymore because you know that sometimes hard, awful stuff just happens and there's nothing we can do about it. And while that might sound super stressful, stress-provoking as I say that, here's the piece I want you to really take note of. The real reason why we get really stressed out about what if I lose this good thing, what if it's not safe to get my hopes up, is ultimately because we're not trusting 
ourselves to take care of ourselves well if something bad did happen. I was having this conversation with a woman and she had this, you know, as we were talking through this, this conversation, she was saying, hold on a second. It's like when you hear, you know, that example of a child that feels, you know, securely attached to their parent is going to feel safe to go and run off and play and have some adventures because they have that safe bond to come back to. They can run back and return to mom anytime they need to. And I'm like, yes, that is exactly it. That's exactly what we're talking about. But that safe person is you. That safe person who will take care of you, who will get you through it, who has your own back is you. And as you think about your own life, Notice where that is true. Notice the hard things in your life that you had to get yourself through. Notice the hard times that you had to carry yourself forward. And I know that there's an instinct here to credit all the people around you of like, yeah, but this person was supportive and this person really meant a lot to me during that time. And this person really helped me. That's great. Gratitude is wonderful. And... Give some credit where credit is due. You have gotten yourself through hard things before. And when you can start to own that and trust in that, then it's like we don't have to be so afraid about all of the what ifs. And we don't have to try to trick ourselves into believing some kind of fairy tale that things always work out because none of that actually reassures our system anyways, because we know that's not always within our control and that's not always true. But instead, it becomes this question of, are you going to let yourself go and get on the roller coaster anyways? Even though you might get a little bruised, even though you don't know exactly how it's going to feel, even though you don't know for sure if you're going to like it the whole time, are you going to let yourself go and get on the ride? And what an amazing experience when you let yourself be there fully, head back, laughing, screaming, enjoying, having an amazing time, rather than sitting there clenching and being like, oh my goodness, make this stop, right? Be on the ride. Be on the adventure that you are in. Be in the experience that you're having. And the other question that I often ask people as we're moving through this is, okay, so this great thing that's happening that you're not letting yourself fully receive or enjoy, if something unpredictable were to happen and that person were to leave you, disappear, something were to change, you lost that good thing that was happening in your life, it was gone, would it still be a yes for you to be pursuing it and be enjoying it right now? And the answer is almost always yes. Yes, it would be so worth it. Yes, this partner would be so worth it. I love them so much that even if I ended one day being heartbroken, it would still be a yes for me that I can't imagine not 
choosing them. So let yourself have what you have already chosen. Let yourself receive the good that is already here for you. And just remind yourself that when we're cutting ourselves off from that experience, when we're dimming it down, when we're minimizing it and downplaying it, we're not actually protecting ourselves. That's just that other part of us, that old part of the brain that just thinks that this is somehow going to keep us safer from harm. So we can thank that part for trying to look out for us. Thank you for trying to not get my hopes up here. (laughs) But I'm a big girl and I'm an adult and I know that the stories don't always end up with happy ending. But I'm going to show up for it anyways because this is my life. What is it that you want to show up for anyways, even though the ending is uncertain? Because isn't it always? So if you found this useful, I would love it if you took a screenshot and tagged it on Instagram. And if you would love to be meeting with a circle of women who are talking about things like how we're doing really what we're working on with ourselves, really our edges of our comfort zones and how we're trying to grow and evolve in our lives and our relationships, then you should come and check out the World as Love Bootcamp. It is starting in January. Signups are happening now. Uh, As of the time I'm recording this, there are four women who have already signed up for this. This is actually our fourth round of doing this program. And It is one of my favorite things to do. It is powerful, beautiful work. And there really is something so rich and deep that happens when women come and support each other in doing this work as a group. It's a beautiful thing. So if you have questions about that, feel free to DM me or email me and let me know. All the information is in the show notes and I will see you next time. Take care.